I'm Dr. Ben Rall. Do you know where the most amazing doctor lives? You may be surprised to learn that it's actually right inside of you. Yet, today's healthcare model is built on a foundation that the greatest doctor instead comes in the form of pills, potions, lotions, even surgery. So listen in, because what if the majority of what you have been told about health and healing is not only wrong, but actually harmful to you? One thing is for sure, when you work with your body and not against it, you'll begin to discover that you are in fact designed to heal. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Ben. I'm having a special episode today. I don't know if I'm Dr. Ben as much as I'm Dad Ben. I have uh, my son with me today, Jack Rawl. Jack David Rawl. Hey buddy, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. So Jack, Jack, you're, we actually have the same middle name, so you're Jack David Rawl. I'm Benjamin David Rawl. You're the only member of the family that we haven't had on the podcast yet. And so uh, you were always invited, but you didn't necessarily want to be on at this point. But now you're feeling brave. You're feeling like this is uh, it's time to get on and be on the show. So welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have anything in particular you want to talk about today? Can I brag about you or what do you want to do? Just whatever you want to do. Whatever I want to do. So Jack, how old are you? I'm 12 years old. 12, just about going to be 13 here coming up pretty soon. Yep. Where were you born? Minnesota, right? Oh, that's true. Actually, you know what? That is a good start here. I was thinking about, well, where were you born? Of course, we lived in South Dakota, but that is, you have an interesting way that you started into this world, right? Do you, re- you probably don't remember anything about your birth, but what do you, th- what do you remember being told about your birth? Wasn't I born in a bathtub? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were born in a bathtub. Yeah, you were born in, that's true. And, uh, and you were born in, in a, and uh, so in South Dakota, home birth was illegal. And so we had to drive across the border. Well, uh, they didn't allow midwives to attend births. And so you basically would have to have a birth unattended. So we wanted to not, we wanted to have somebody there. And so we had a midwife and uh, the, so we had to drive to another state. And there was a woman there who opened her farmhouse to uh, people that have babies. And so you were born in a barn. You were born in a bathtub in a barn, not quite a barn. It was a sweet lady. A matter of fact, after you were born that night, that day, and um, it was amazing. And we were coming down the next morning. You were born in the evening. We slept for a few hours and then we came home because it was the first time Gracie, your, your sister, hadn't, uh, hadn't ever been like a w- overnight without mom and dad or without mom for sure. And so we wanted to get home as soon as we could. So we slept for, a f- I, I slept for a few hours. I don't think mom slept at all. And then, uh, we went home. It was November. And so it was cold cause it's South Dakota. So there's snow and ice and all that kind of stuff. And, um, what we remember when he came downstairs in the morning, the lady, she's like 90 years old, the lady whose house this is. And she was like exercising. I remember like when we walked down the stairs, she was on like one of those like strider kind of like, you know, treadmills. And she was like, oh, you know, what's his name? Or well, she didn't even know if a boy or a girl. She's like, you know, what is it? And what's his name? And we told her and she met you. So the first person to meet you outside of me, mom and the midwife was uh, the lady whose house it was. And uh, it was awesome. We, uh, we loved that story. And then I matter of fact, we came home that day that morning and Gracie was on the couch and that was the first time she met you. We have that on video and she's like, you know, is that my baby brother? That was so cute. One of our, one of my highlights. So that's how you came into the world. You are a home birth baby. That is true. What do you think about that? What do you think about being born at home? Is it weird to you? Is it, what do you think? 
you probably don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, I probably don't know enough about it to actually have somewhat of a decent opinion. But I think that it was, you know, I like being able to say that. And, mm. You know, having not being born like everybody else, you know. Well, yeah, you kind of, uh, you are kind of a guy that likes to do his own thing, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you're, some of your interests are um, music yeah. and skateboarding and, and um, playing, not just listening to music, but you love to play music. How many, what instruments do you play? Um, well, like, I've taken lessons yeah. for, you know, ukulele and stuff, but I find myself playing pretty much any instrument that I see in front of me, you know. But yeah. Just, I enjoy playing, you know, the ukulele, the piano, and then, like, you know, when mom's downstairs playing the guitar, and when she's done, I'll go play it and stuff. Drums. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have a pretty crazy ability to play any instrument that you see. Uh, I mean, I remember just, well, as you're growing up, I mean, you're still a little, you know, you're still young, but, like, you would you'd just, you'd go upstairs, and you would just start, like, figuring out, you know, a song you heard, you just start playing that song and the the Beatles, a Beatles song. You love the Beatles, and um, and it's weird because I'm not musical. Uh, I love music, but I've I've matter of fact, my my, my piano teacher uh, when I was about your age, a little younger, they had this lady from church, and she was like going to be our piano teacher, and she not basically she kicked me out. She's like she told my parents like he's he doesn't have it, like it's 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 so terrible. So um, I, I've never really been able to play an instrument at all. And um, mom isn't really, mom's learning now playing the guitar, but she wasn't really raised, you know, necessarily that way. Loves music as well. But you, and you, you have a great voice. Uh, you probably won't sing for us today on this show. That'd be cool if you would. But you've, you've had some lessons of that. But I know even when you're pre, one of your teachers of that has said, um, you know, like you've got a perfect ear or perfect pitch or whatever that is. I don't even understand it, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. To you, it's just normal. Yeah. It's just comes and goes, you know, but it's, it's kind of, I like having it because it's like, I love it so much. You know? mm. Music. Yeah. It's just like to be able to sit down and just play it and just like the free range that you have to like play whatever you want and stuff. It's Do you think like, does it, was it ever hard to you? I mean, like coming from a guy who doesn't know it, like, I just don't understand music other than listening to it and singing in my bad voice. But like to you, is it just come easy or is it hard or you just kind of understand it or well, how does it work in your head? Well, it's like it's I guess when you first start playing, it's like it's kind of hard to understand the chords and where your fingers are supposed to be. OK, but the way that it happens for me is like I um, I learned the chords and stuff like just in general to play whatever song I was trying to play and then. I'll take those chords and try and figure out songs that I like now that I wanted to learn how to play. So I'll try and see which chord matches that key. And I'll just like, I'll use my ear to just help me find that. So you don't read notes. No, I don't know how to read music. But you can just figure it out. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy to me. Like you'll literally go, you'll hear a song, you'll say, I like that song. Yeah. And then you'll come upstairs and you'll just start playing it on the piano. Yeah. It's just the it's very weird to me. The feeling of being able to play that song, it's like, and just depending on how much you like that song, it's like, it's just such a great feeling. 
It's amazing. I love it. I mean, like I love watching you play. I love listening to you play. I love listening to you sing. I always have. You've done it for since you were the littlest guy. We matter of fact, we got videos of you like little. You you mom would joke about it. You were never like you weren't loud, but you were always humming. You were always like like doing something. It was just you know even by yourself when you're just playing or if you're in your room or you're just walking around like you're always making noise of some sort. And usually it's good sounding noise. So, but that makes me think of something else. Okay, so. You're born in Minnesota, not South Dakota. As your dad, I forgot that, right? I always think we're from South Dakota, but you were actually born in Minnesota. That's very true. That's where your birth certificate says you're from. But then, so we've been talking about having teachers here, and now that I got to thinking about it, so you're also homeschooled. And that's been pretty much, I mean, not pretty much, that you've always been homeschooled, right? Yep. So you, what grade are you in right now? Sixth grade. Well, okay, Go, going into? Going into seventh. Starting seventh, like what, in a couple of days here? Uh, right probably <laughs> this is a classic homeschool right like whenever these people are like what grade are you and it's like well what do you mean what grade am i in I mean, i'm yeah. kind of finishing up this area moving to this area so okay what is your thoughts on homeschool what is i mean you've done this now for your you know kindergarten through you know just going to start seventh grade what's your take on homeschool uh well you know it's obviously great because I don't have to go to school you know and then it's just it's you know maybe to someone else it's like well how do you socialize but oh okay it's not it's not like as complicated as people might think mm. that it is because it's like we're still normal people you know <laughs> so you're not, you're not locked up in your house yeah. by yourself all day long yeah yeah I, yeah go ahead it's so it's like because it's also you know your parents are your teachers so mm. it's like you like as a kid you trust them so you know that you're getting information that you'll use for the rest of your life you know what are some of your favorite things you like to study um well i mean i i might not like it in the moment but i do like math you oh, know wow my mom hears this she's gonna say what i mean i might not you know want to do it in the moment but just when you think about it i just you know i like doing it and applying it to my life you know just adding things and you know i like doing multiplication and stuff like that and just yeah. trying to figure out the answer yeah, you're good. At, you're good at naturally. You're good at math. I just notice when I like when you're just I just you do it in your head, you know, and like we're talking about something you're like, oh, that's what this is. And I'm yeah. I'm always like, that's one of the hard things about homeschooling. Mama does most of homeschooling, of course, but it's like mom does all of the homeschooling um, other than the few things I get to do with some of the stuff like, you know, you guys will come to my seminars at the office and, and, and things like that. And then, you know, you're in different groups and, you know, you're in a lot of sports. So that's I think a lot of people don't realize that about homeschool. Right. They're like, you know, you're in a lot of different sports leagues. You've gone to a lot of different camps. You go to different classes. You guys are in a different co-op this year. So, yeah, the socializing part of it, I don't think is really, that doesn't really seem to be the challenge, at least not from my perspective. I mean. Yeah, it's really because we, yeah, I mean, sports is obviously a big outlet for me to go and just, you know, just go with my friends that are in my league, you know, and it's not really like, oh, well, you're inside all day and yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. go talk to people. It's you know, the funny thing is you're probably outside more than most. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's, you know, that's what I think, yeah, that's a good point because like, you know, you have a little more freedom. Uh, one right now, you're really into, you had a really, during the pandemic kind of time, you were really skateboarding a lot, yeah. right? And that was kind of cool watching you learn all that. I mean, a lot of it I get to learn with you. I didn't learn how to skateboard. I didn't think I stepped on one the entire time. I was going to kill myself or break my arm. But uh, watching you into a lot of different skate parks, and that was stuff that we could just do yeah. you know, during the days or, yeah. you know, uh, mom can take you to the parks and things like that, which I think was awesome. Yeah, it really was really fun. 
What, um, and now you're into basketball. Yeah. You're kind of a gym rat. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. You know, go all day to camp and then you'll want to come home and play at night and then you'll want us to take you back to the Y and play. Yeah. It's an addiction. An addiction. Who's your favorite player? Um, I mean, I think you're addicted to the shoes that are associated well, with it. I don't know. <laughs> it's more just playing and having fun doing it. What, who's your favorite player right now? Well, come I, on. I don't know. I'm give some Orlando, give some Orlando props here. I want to be an Orlando fan. I mean, but it's just who's your favorite Orlando player? Jonathan Isaac. Okay, right on. But just in general, it's probably Luka Doncic. Okay, where does he play? Uh, Dallas. Okay, well we'll let him know. We'll send him the podcast. All right. Okay. Um. So okay, let me ask you this. So we talked about how you were born. Mm-hmm. We've talked about kind of how you do your schooling thing, some mm-hmm. of your interests. Um. So. Now, Mama homeschools you, yep. and she's been your teacher. Then I, my job is what I do. I'm a chiropractor, in case you didn't know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> kind of been, yeah, most of your life there, all of your life. So what do you think about oh, what I do? Um, well, I think that it's important. I think yeah. that getting adjusted is a necessity if you want to have, like, your spine corrected in your neck and everything to be aligned where it's supposed to be. But I, I think that... Uh, all the jobs that there are in the world, like being a chiropractor is definitely not the worst one. (laughs) That's, that's how you rank it. Yeah. But I like being the son of a chiropractor. Yeah. It comes with its benefits. Yeah. What are some of the benefits? Well, I mean, get adjusted whenever you want, get adjusted whenever you want. And then you got an office to run around in whenever you want. And then, you know, you get all these opportunities with your, you know, your, um, like your clients that come in, they, you know, give you this gift that like, you know, Mm. like the fun spot guy down there might not be what we do all the time, but it's just nice to, get the opportunity to do some stuff that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some patients that have, that certainly bless us with, with gifts and and things and opportunities to do stuff. That's very true. What's some of the, um, so how long, I know you know this, but so you've been getting adjusted your whole life. Yeah. Right. Um, how often do you get adjusted? Probably once every week or just in general, probably a lot more than that. (laughs) Once a week for sure. I know you guys come to the office, of course. And we've done that since you were born. Matter of fact, you're still, my, you're still the, and you will always probably be, you are the f- person I've adjusted the earliest. I was, I was able to be there. I was catching you and you were being born and I adjusted you right there in that moment. And so you're my fast, that'll always be the record. I'm sure I'll have, I don't think I'll ever the, the opportunity to adjust somebody sooner than that. So uh, it's always very special to me. What, um, what's some of the tough parts about being the son of a chiropractor? There's not really a lot, to be honest, because mm. it's like what really is like the worst thing about that? You know, worst case scenario, somebody doesn't like chiropractic and then they think that you're bad, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People that just kind of think whatever yeah. that I'm a that it's quack not or, important yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What about um, I was going to ask you. Um, so, you know, you've been raised um, not not everybody is like this, but our family is. So we're more of a natural family. I wouldn't say more of we're pretty much pretty committed to a holistic lifestyle. Yeah. So what's your take on that? Like, um, you know, for example, um, have you ever had a drug in your life? I mean, like put in me? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, there was that one time at the dentist's office where he put, like, whatever it is in my toothpaste and gave it to me, which is technically uh, a drug. Oh, the fluoride? Yeah, but yeah, I've that's never... Right. Well, that was, that's right. Well, that was an accident, right? They, they yeah. said they wouldn't, and then and then yeah. we talked to them, like, not doing the fluoride treatment. Yeah. And then he did it, or was it... I can't remember. Was it the fluoride treatment or in the toothpaste or something? Yeah, it was in the toothpaste, and then he, like, brushed my teeth with it or something. Yeah, so that's as wild as it's gotten for you? Yeah, I've never, like, done drugs or anything. So. <laughs> Yeah, good good to know. So even then we think about that. So you've never you've never done drugs. Um do we have any drugs in the house? Um not that I know of. <laughs> not that I know of either. I don't know what that you're alluding to. I mean Does so your sister have some hiding or what? I don't know. I'll have to scope it out later. <laughs> um has that so doing that and growing up that way, I mean, have you ever gotten sick? Like just, I mean, yeah, just like, you know, the flu or something. But yeah. It's nothing like, you know, that doesn't ever happen to anybody, you know. Get a cold. Yeah. I mean, it's get the just, boogers. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I get, mean, get a fever sometimes. Yeah. I mean, life goes on. Yeah. It doesn't really bug you. I mean, it bugs me because, like, if it happens when I don't want it to happen, then yeah. it gets annoying. But then if it's just like, you know, I guess whenever you tell me, oh, your body's getting stronger, like when you get better, that means it's getting stronger and it's going to be stronger the next time it comes around, you know. Does it, um, is it weird? I mean, because it's the only way that you've ever grown up. So I guess maybe I'll ask you like this. So is it weird? So like when you're sick, you know, we usually just rest and you'll just hang out. I'll adjust you. They'll give you some, I don't even know, just clean food, water, yeah. rest. Yeah. And then is it weird that we don't give you drugs? I mean, or would it be weirder to give you? Drugs? It'd be weirder to give me drugs because it's like I, the way that I've been raised is like drugs don't do anything; they're just bad for you. They won't do anything to help you in the long term, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, and and so it's just kind of normal. So maybe the other way around. So sometimes when you you know have people that maybe you meet and they're like, man, they're on drugs all the time, or you know, right? I mean. Because, you know, you do a lot of different things where you're playing different sports and stuff. And some kids, right, they're on drugs all the time or, or something like that. What do you, has that been weird growing up like that? Or what do you think about that? Well, it's just kind of like, I guess, in theory, just I don't really think about it. So it's like, it's not really my problem, you know? Mm, yeah. So it's yeah, like, that's true. That's just that's what they got to think about like that's you know what they got to deal with so i guess if they're doing it and it's affecting them i'd be like hey like mm. you know like is are you sure that's helping you know yeah um well let me ask you this buddy so we went through the pandemic as a family yeah it was a little rough totally totally do you have any like anything about that i mean just what was the what was the toughest part about it for you uh it was it was all really hard but mm. just if i could just take one thing it'd probably be the like just hate coming at you for mm. not being like everybody else and just like saying like oh you're just like you don't know anything like you're gonna regret this you know mm. and just like i guess just being like thought of as like you know different than everybody else and just like not being like cared for and thought about like everybody else was, you know, just because you weren't either wearing a mask or getting yeah. vaccinated or, yeah. or something like that. And then just the constant questions of why, and just like people questioning you on why you're not actually doing that stuff and just being like, well, it's not that hard to understand, you know, like this is what I think is the right way to do. And this is what I'm going to stand by. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was hard. I know it still is hard, some of it, right? Yeah. I mean, it affected some of our friendships. It affected some of our relationships. And hopefully those things will continue to get better, but it's, it was kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you learn anything about yourself during that time? Like, what would you say there's any, like, you know, looking back, and I know it's probably still stuff going on, but with just looking back on it, is there anything that you think about or, like, did you learn about yourself or just in general? Well, I learned that, you know, family is important mm. and that you need, you need people to, you know, you, you can't just be on your own, you know, like you need people to guide you throughout the way. And it was really helpful that you guys were there with me because I would have like probably given it midway mm. through, you know, cause it's just like, I didn't know any better, but then in theory, it probably made me a better person because like, Oh, if you're passionate about something mm. that like, you know, is what you need to do, then you got to stick with it, you know, and you got to like take all this stuff and you got to show them later on, like, look at what happened. Like, this is mm. like, I made it. You know? We went, you know, I know and some of this stuff, I know you don't, don't love to do. Cause you know, we've always been a family that just, we spend a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. You know, we travel together. We've traveled the world together. Really. You've been to Africa with us. Yeah. You went to the Olympics with us. Yeah. You went to where all, where else have you all gone? We've traveled a lot across the United States. You've been in more airplanes than I was ever in. Yeah. Uh, we didn't, we weren't on an airplane for a couple of years uh, with COVID, but, um, do you, um, do like, is there, do you in, enjoy that part? I mean, like, like what you just said, I mean, yes, it's, you know, it's part of it's being, being, being different and it's not always, you know, fun to do that. Right. But, but then like, like you said, there's sometimes, you know, there's those things you learn about yourself during that time and you know mm -hmm. but it's hard to be young it's hard to you know you were 11 10 11 going through that 10 11 12 and so that's a lot to ask a little little guy right yeah. i mean i know that there was times what i was going to say i think is i know there's times where it's frustrating because you know you you know you are along for the ride with me right you're going in the store with me and i'm you know yeah hollering <laughs> yeah hollered but i was always proud to be like with you because i was mm. like well you know like this is like he took charge you know like he like he stands by what he thinks is the right thing to do and he mm. won't give in you know mm. well i hope so I'm, I'm sure i embarrassed you sometimes but you know yeah i mean but i felt bad for the people getting yelled at you know <laughs> what do you so would you so we have done a lot of things you've gone to a lot of seminars with me over the years the whole family of course right and we yeah. go to uh, the chiropractic revolution. I mean, you've been to countless seminars and then seminars at our office. You guys almost come to all of those. What do you think yeah. about that when you come to those things? Well, I mean, if I like the times that I've been out there, like watching you, like it's like, you know, you get pretty fired up. And I think that that's like, you know, I mean, of the times I remember I was like, you know, like 11, 10, maybe even like in like the, you know, the single digit number, but you know, just, it was always like, you know, I mean, people need to hear this stuff, you know, mm. and they need to, you know, come to like, maybe not just your office, but they need to go and, you know, they need to, you know, take x-rays and they need to get adjusted and take supplements and stuff like that. But I think that you're getting your point across and I think that I was, you know, pretty cool. I liked it. Are you glad that you've been raised the way you've been raised? Just like in general, just yeah. with everything. I mean, being, you know, being raised different, you didn't have a, much of a choice in it. Yeah, I mean, it has been a blessing. And mm -hmm. maybe at times it was in disguise, but like just in general blessing, you know. Mm -hmm. What um, what do you want to be when you grow up, buddy? I know you're uh, thir fixing to be 13. 
any like I know we talk about it sometimes. What's the latest Jack David Rawl dream? I don't know because it's getting kind of, you know, in that stage where I don't really have a specific dream. Okay. I mean, I love basketball. Right. It's like my favorite thing. But like in general, do I see myself in the NBA? I think <laughs> I need to work really hard to do that. I think I might, you know, just basing based on uh, what, you know, how like the last eight months have been, you know. Yeah, I've yeah, been, yeah. You know, nonstop, you know. Right, practicing and everything. Yeah, I mean. Matter of fact, you were practicing so much, our our neighbor yeah. came out and, and like yelled at, at us. We had to have a little, dis, little, little argument in the neighborhood because you were playing so much basketball, it was driving her crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that uh, that made me upset. Yeah, it was it was kind of funny. I mean, I, I never thought I'd have to go over to somebody's, uh, to a neighbor's house to have a, a little standoff because yeah. they were, uh, my son was playing too much basketball. Yeah. But uh, it happened. Yeah. I guess that was another one of those times where sometimes I have to go over there and stand up for you. Yeah, I mean, that was not her place, though. I yeah. mean, because it was like, you know, I guess in theory it could be annoying if I'm out there at like 8.30 or 9 at night. But, like, really, when I'm out there for like 45 minutes to an hour at the most, you know. Like, it's not going to be all night long. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. And they don't, they, like, it's just, it's just like an overreaction. And she did it more than once. And then... She came over and just like yeah. thought she wasn't in the. It was crazy. Uh, someday, you know, maybe if you make it to the NBA, she'll say, "Oh my gosh, I used to give that kid a hard time." She'll completely change size. She'll be like, "I was so supportive." Yeah. Or, or if you don't make it to the NBA, we can blame her. Yeah. Because we can say, "Gosh, he would have if he would have been able to practice more," <laughs> but she complained too much. Yeah. So, uh, so anything, uh, buddy, that you want to you know, just share or it's on your heart or that you think about that you'd want people to know, maybe even, let me ask it like this and you can say anything else you want to, but like tell maybe other kids that listen or maybe there's parents out there, right? Like that are listening to this and they, they've got a kid at home that's your age or, or whatever, younger, older. And they're like, you know, they're, they don't think that their kid will, doesn't want to do this or I don't know. Is there just any advice you have to, maybe other parents and or kids that are just, you know, going against the grain. They live a different life or they live a different lifestyle, but it's like looked at as, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm asking the question right, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of get what you're saying. It's like, you know, 13 year old boys are a hassle and <laughs> I know that they are and I am one. So I don't know if you're a hassle, but I'm difficult at times, <laughs> yeah. but just, you're just 13. Yeah. I mean, I guess in theory, you know, you, I guess, and even, you know, with the pandemic, it's been like, mm, yeah. you kind of want to, you know, I guess, and it's been kind of opposite lately, but you want to, you know, be different. You want to be a rebel. You mm. want to, you know, and you, I mean, it's normal to not want to listen to your parents, but mm. like, just, you know, at a certain point, they'll be like, hey, let's give them a chance, you know, let's, mm. let's see what they have to say. Let's do that. And then. Just if you, if you like, just listen to what they have to say, it's just so much better because to just like think of them as like, you know, just like, cause they know, cause they've, li they've been in your position, you know, like mm -hmm. they've been your age. They've like not, they've wanted to, you know, go against the grain and yeah. they wanted to do all that stuff. But just, you know, I mean, it'll get better for the parents, hopefully. <laughs> well, um, you know, you said something a little earlier on the show about like when we were talking about the pandemic where it was hard 
to feel that hate? Yeah. You know, is it hard to, you know, go through that when people, you feel like people are hating on you? How, how did you handle not, I mean, it's hard. How did you handle not just getting mad at other people or did you not handle it? Well, I did get mad at other people, and <laughs> but you know, what are you going to say? Cause it's like, they're like, well, it's so much easier to do it this way or it's so much better. It's just like, it's our president. Why shouldn't we listen to him? You know? Mm-hmm. So, but just in theory, I guess, cause I was so like put in the position to, you know, yeah. go against everything that was happening. I guess I was like, well, this is, true like this we have the facts you just don't want to hear them you know so it was like you'll see you know like i'll show you you know it's kind of like when you're on the court playing and somebody doesn't trash talks to me (laughs) yeah somebody trash talk that's that's a good example and you're like you know what i'll just show you through my uh, abilities here and then let let my game do my talking yeah if you will well buddy i would tell you and i hope you know this but it you know you're far from a hassle you're my son you're my only son right you're you're my my buddy and we do a lot of fun things together matter yeah. of fact i mean that's one of our uh with all my i mean that's all my kids sometimes people will talk and like what well, you know you travel with your kids a lot or your family a lot and i said man uh, a lot of it's just selfish because i just i just want you guys around right yeah. and you know people say you know, that a lot of the patients that I take care of, like, Oh, you know, you work, you work a lot, you work so much. And, and I tell you, like, if I'm not with, if I'm not at, if I'm not at work, I'm, or I'm not, you know, at the office, I'm with you guys, you know, yeah. right. And we're, we're, you know, having adventures or just hanging out and, and doing that stuff. That's part of matter of fact, we're taping this today at our, at my house. We set up a podcast studio so we can do this, even more of this at home mm-hmm. to, to even help that. And so you're our first guest on our home studio right? Um, But buddy, you've got so many gifts and talents and that God has given you the way that you think about things. I mean, even I was not even close to being able to talk about things like you just talked about them when I was, I was picking my nose and doing all sorts of dumb stuff when I was, when I was your age. And Hey, it's good to be a kid. We're supposed to be kids. That's part of, that's part of how God designed us. But you have some, um, an understanding that not a lot of people necessarily have. So I sure love you, buddy. Love you too. Anything else? I think we're good. We're good. <laughs> I think we're good. What are we going to go do today? Sunday. What are we going to go do? I don't know. Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. Find some adventure. Play some music. Yep. All right, buddy. All right. Well, we will air this. If you're listening to this today, um, you have now met my whole family. I've had my wife on before. I've had my daughter on. Um, you know, and we strive to do on this show is to just be transparent and this was completely unscripted. Um, we're literally sitting downstairs and my son uh, was finally, uh, had the courage and, and, and the bravery to, to say, let's all right, dad, let's go do the podcast. And, and so we came up here and I just said, well, we'll just talk about whatever you want to talk about. And so, and there was no editing done to this. So what you see is what you get, um, for better, for better or worse, we're far from a perfect family. I'm far from a perfect dad. I'm far from a perfect doctor and all of those things. Um, but I, I, the only reason that I would do this is just to hopefully be encouragement to you that there'd be something in here that you would hear that would, you know, be encouraging that you would, you know, just sometimes it's like, you think you're the only one doing things differently. You think you're the only one that's going against the grain. You think, you know, it's hard with kiddos, you know, trying to do the right thing the best we can, but, um, Hopefully today has given you a little bit of insight into our home and it's been a blessing to you. So we will see you uh, next week and um, we'll go from there. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to support the show, give us a five-star review and share it with your tribe. 
To learn more about Dr. Ben's work, visit AchieveWellness.clinic.